It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by Ray White, the largest real estate and property group in Australasia. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio, also on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Well, it's a Tuesday, the 12th of April for 2022, and coming up, we're going to be talking about tiny homes. There may be a few things like me that you didn't know when it comes to living off the grid or in the backyard. It's an interesting insight into this fast-growing industry which is serving the needs of so many Australians wanting their own roof over their heads. So that is coming up in just a moment. And on Thursday, Scott O'Neill is back again from Rethink Investing with another episode from our podcast series, Let's talk commercial and I'd have to say that I've learnt quite a lot about this series being a true residential investor I'd never really considered commercial investing before and Scott certainly manages to break down the ins and the outs of how all of the numbers stack up. It's the main centre forecast with propertybuyer.com.au And let's look at the weather for Sydney expecting some showers today a high of 22 degrees Melbourne partly cloudy in just 18, that's a 10 degree shift from yesterday's high. Brisbane expecting sunshine with 30 degrees and in Perth today, partly cloudy and expecting a high of 25 degrees. Well the Breakfast Club is coming as you know and thank you for keeping those emails coming in. All you need to do is email us to myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. That is myrealestatepodcast at gmail.com. And in the header, write the Real Estate Breakfast Club. It's pretty important because if you win, we will get in contact. And don't forget to leave your telephone number as well. Across every state, city and town of Australia, the Real Estate Podcast. Well, tiny home living, when it first started to happen, I think a lot of people didn't really see it taking off the way that it has. And I think for many people, they probably thought that it was filling a need for people that were a little bit hippie-ish, perhaps, and alternative. But that couldn't be further from the truth. It's grown to unprecedented levels with costs of living pressures. So what is going on? Well, let's talk to Faye Barron. She knows a thing or two about tiny homes. And a very good morning to you, Faye. Welcome to the Real Estate Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. You know a thing or two about these tiny homes because you've been running these expos around the country. Perhaps before we get into the expos, what made you get into this whole tiny home movement? Oh, I think I first came across them quite a long time ago and didn't think too much of them at the time. But um, I did work for an expo company and I pitched the idea to my boss of doing a tiny home expo. And he giggled a little bit and said, oh, it sounds like a cool little hippie show. Well, of course, as you just said, it's, it's not a hippie show anymore. It's incredibly mainstream. And we launched in October of last year following a few COVID setbacks. And we've now done three and about to do our fourth. So tell us a little bit about the Melbourne Expo, because I think you got 12,000 people along to your expo in Melbourne. I mean, that's quite a lot of people. 
Yeah, especially considering the weather as well. We had difficult weather in Melbourne, um, but I'm not at all surprised. The biggest problem we have is trying to keep the crowds down. We have a staggered um, entry system because um, otherwise people are just queuing to try and get in to see the homes on the inside. And um, the expo is actually is, is in danger of imploding under its own popularity. That's how popular tiny homes are. And what about the construction of these, Faye? Because they do vary. Tell us a little bit about the different builds. Right. Well, there's the quintessential tiny home, which is the pretty tiny home, which is on wheels. But they also come on skids in the form of shipping containers and modulars. At the Melbourne Expo, we also had well um, wagons there, you know, like gypsy wagons or Vardy, as they are called. Then there's just backyard pods um, in all kinds of different shapes. In fact, in Melbourne, we probably had the most diversity that I've ever seen of any of any get together of any tiny homes ever. I was reading about the prices because the prices have really taken off in terms of building these. I think I read somewhere where it's gone up in the magnitude of something like 50% over a period of time. So what can you tell us about that? Without a doubt, the tiny home industry, just like the normal building industry, is being hit by the increase in materials that the builders use. So that has definitely had a lot to do with it. And more and more people are getting um, into the tiny home building, but people want real luxury items. And one of the desires with tiny homes is people really like to build them to their exact whims. And with that comes a lot of luxury items. The other side of things that has put the price of tiny homes, I feel, into a higher bracket is the need for them to be completely off grid. So you can put them in the back of your dwelling where you would be able to fix them to your sewerage and to your power, etc. But more ideally is to be able to put them wherever you want. So a completely off-grid home is going to set you back an extra twenty dollars to $25,000 for solar and sewerage and grey water systems, etc. So that really does help with pushing the prices up. But most of all, I would say it's the luxury additions. People would like baths and nice fittings and really lu- luxurious finishes on their homes. Did you say that people want baths in them? Absolutely. We've got them with baths. (laughs) Really? Wow. (laughs) And walk-in closets. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Because I was reading about just how small they go because they go right down to 10 square metres, right? Absolutely. They um, so at the um, at the show we had a prototype for a housing solution that would be under twenty thousand dollars, I believe, and they would be as small as just three or four meters by two point five meters. Generally, they are only two point five meters wide, but they can go as far as three meters wide. Of course, that changes the rules on towing. So if you were going to be towing quite a lot on the roads, you'd probably stick with a two point five meter wide one. And then they go all the way up to 11 metres long, which is, which is huge. So we've got teeny tiny ones and extremely large tiny ones. What about the, the builds where you can pull it out, you know, at the sides? Are there any tiny homes that are designed like that? Um, I have seen them. They're at our Brisbane show. They've had a few issues, I believe. You've got to look into insulation and leakage with some of them. So it really does depend on the builder with those ones. They're called expandables. So they haven't been as popular as yet, but I believe that there's quite a few good quality ones coming out now. So we, we think we're going to be seeing a lot more of those. And a cheap one, it's quoted at around $70,000. So if somebody's looking at this as an alternative, what would seventy grand get you? 
It would get you a really nice house, actually, $70,000 would, maybe um, about six to seven metres long by 2.5. You would have your bedroom, your kitchen and your bathroom in a, in a house of that price. I think the, it's the off-the-grid elements and the luxury items that would start pushing it up nearer to um, 100000 with some of the larger ones, for instance, um, a double loft, which has got two bedrooms, both of them usually upstairs, then those ones would go into about hundred dollars to $130,000. Wow. Okay. And how many square metres is the $70,000 one? Um, I think you've got me there. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I haven't got it. I have to sit at my computer to have these things. <laughs> That's all right. I mean, it's, it's bigger than 10 square metres, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's um, about 7.2 metres by 2.5. Now, talking about off the grid and somebody that wants to hook it up to power in the sewerage, in terms of council approval for doing that, what's required? Council approval is an ongoing discussion. At the end of the day, they're not defined tiny homes, so they just fall under the category of a a caravan. So they're exactly the same as if you bought your caravan home and and popped it on your land. There are that in your area, there may be issues with staying in that caravan for a length of time. Um, And different councils have very different rules in regards to that. Across the country, everything is a bit different. There are organisations that are pushing for change, including Tiny Homes Expo. We feel that with the housing crisis, floods, bushfires and everything that's going on in the country at the moment, and mainly affordability as well, that there is a place for these. If the councils can work with tiny home people and people that want to live in them, I think they're a really good solution for a lot of people. Yeah, no doubt, because, I mean, the amount of growth in this area has been exponential, really. If you look at some of these sites, these Facebook sites, etc., there's a lot of photos being shared, a lot of people with tiny homes. Absolutely. I think I've been quoted as saying that when I first looked into doing the expo, I could only find 37 builders and um, I've now got hundreds of them on my books and they're very busy. I'll give you an idea. One, um, a very popular builder is currently sitting on a 15-month waiting list and that's not unusual. Wow. Okay. So it might be tiny, but it's big in growth. Hey, thank you so much, Faye, for jumping onto the Real Estate Podcast and giving us a little bit of a breakdown. When's your next expo coming up? Oh, we're getting ready right now for a North Brisbane Expo. It's at Redcliffe Showgrounds and it will be on the 27th to the 29th of May. Well, good luck with that. And thanks for coming onto the program. Thank you very much. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.